Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 30th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. Why? Because I know that as a believer, if you want progress, you're going to have to pursue it on purpose. If you want progress, you have to be intentional. There are things that God has declared for you. God has planned for you from the foundations of the world. But I also know that there are people that died with their best still inside of them. And there are people that died with their anointing, with, with their treasure still on the inside of them. I've heard it said, and I believe that the, the richest land on the planet is found in graveyards because there's people still, the people that died with their destiny still locked up inside of them. So God declares something, announces something, releases something. Heaven announced it for, hey, 2021, new levels. You can level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of your life. But just because heaven said it, just because God announced it doesn't mean that you're going to experience it. If you want what God already provided, you have to pursue it on purpose. If you want what God is already releasing for this season, what, hey, God is saying there's a grace made available to level up. But if you want to level up, you have to provide the faith. God provides the grace. You must provide the faith. We are the just. The just shall live by faith. Now, if you provide the faith, we get saved by faith. We walk by faith. We live by faith. We pray by faith. We fight by faith. We overcome the world by faith. As a believer, we do everything by faith. God has provided the grace. We provide the faith. It is now time to level up. We want progress. We're going to pursue it on purpose. We want progress, so we will be intentional. So that said, uh, so let's get into the message for today. I've been teaching this series progress on purpose for months now. <laughs> and so I said that we will level up in five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, externally. I've covered four of those five. And so as it relates to externally, I've been dealing with relationships. I said that I will cover the three people that you need in your life. I did that already. Discerning when to let some people go. I did that already. The importance of choosing the right friends and then surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. And I'm kind of flowing in that vein right now. So the title of today's message is you need help because it's a long journey. You need help because it's a long journey. This is what I got up thinking about this morning. Uh, it's a long journey. <laughs> and so, so we all need help. So I get up this morning. Um, you know, I'm meditating on it. I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to deal with? Like, you know, so while I'm brushing my teeth, uh, uh, the Lord, the Holy spirit is ministering to me and, and I can see Ecclesiastes three and 11. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna deal with that. And then, uh, I'm getting dressed and all of that. I come down, I'm making my cup of coffee and the Lord is ministering to me, uh, in Isaiah where all we like sheep go astray. And so I, I'm cool with that. Okay. I'll deal with that. And then I get down here to my office and when I did, I get a text message. I get a text message at 5.38 a.m., which is not you know, normal. And I get this text message, and it was a, a, a link to a song, a YouTube video. And um, I'm laying the foundation for today. And the song was by Bishop Paul S. Morton, and the song is called Be Blessed. And so I was like, well, I'm about to get ready for today's word. So I clicked, boom, I clicked the link and I started listening to it. Oh man. Then that song started ministering to me. And I was like, oh wow, I needed this this morning. And so it really ministered to me. 
It blessed me. And so um, I, I looked up the lyrics. I'm just going to share a few of the lyrics with you. For those of you that get today's word in written form, you'll have a link to this song. Anyway, so it's called Be Blessed, Bishop Paul S. Morton. I'm not going to share all the lyrics, but let me just share a few. Uh, I would sing it, but I, I don't sing. All right, so so this is what uh, Bishop Morton said. Uh, lyrics. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Be blessed wherever this life leads you. He says, now let me encourage you. Let me speak life to you. You can depend on God to see you through. You can depend on me to pray for you. Oh, so that was right. So you can depend on God and you can depend on me because I'm your friend, right? You might be hurting. You might be crying. You might be worrying and frustrated too. But let me encourage you. Let me speak life to you. You can depend on God to see you through. You can depend on me to pray for you. And then Bishop Morton says, now let me prophesy for a minute. Ooh, this is what I love. He says, I see into the future and you look better. <laughs> I see you walking in favor and prosperity too. Let me encourage you. Let me speak life to you. You can depend on God to see you through. You can depend on me to pray for you. I'll pray for you. You pray for me and watch God change things. Oh, that thing really, that thing ministered to me. And so I was like, wow. So here I am early in the morning, get this text. I, I'm, I listened to the song. The song is ministering to me. And you know what? I needed it. Like, I mean, for real, for real. I needed it. Yeah, you're like, Rick, you need, yeah, you need encouragement. I need encouragement too. Like we all need it from time to time. This is a long journey. I mean, like, like I, like I said, in yesterday's message, I kind of was vulnerable for a moment and I opened my heart a little bit and I let you see, like, I mean, when you really want something, when you really want God's purpose, when you, when you are living the life of faith, like for real, for real, and, and you're living by what every word that proceeds from out of the mouth of God, then, then listen, this is a long journey. This is not, I've been walking with God now for 26 years and I'm, I'm just getting started. Like there's so many things that God has revealed to me that I haven't done yet. And so, so look, I got a long way to go. And so, yeah, along the way, I'm going to need encouragement along the way. You're going to need encouragement. Why? It's a long journey. So we need friends. So what does this mean for you today? I have two things to share with you on this morning from the two scriptures that God gave me as I was coming downstairs. And so let me deal with Ecclesiastes first and then Isaiah second. So two things. Number one, here we go. So number one, becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be is a long journey. So this is what I was meditating on as I was brushing my teeth this morning. Isaiah, I mean, Ecclesiastes 3 and 11, Amplify. The Bible says God has made everything beautiful in his time. Ecclesiastes 3, the, Solomon is writing about time. There's a time for this and a time for that. There's a time for this and a time for that, right? And then he says, well, remember God's in eternity. We're in time. And so he's explaining this whole thing about time, but God is outside of time. He's not confined by time because he cannot be confined by something he created. <laughs> we live within the continuum of time. God is outside of time. He's in eternity. So when God speaks is always now because it's the eternal now for him, even though for us, it, it may not happen for years, right? So, so you have to understand that the dynamic between you and God. You're in time, he's not. So anyway, the Bible says God has made everything beautiful in its time. There's a time for things to manifest. And God takes eternity, because he's in eternity. God takes eternity and plants it in men's hearts and men's minds. And then when that happens, uh, it becomes a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun 
but God alone can satisfy. Let me say that again. When God takes something out of your future, that's future future to you, but past to him, he snatches something out of eternity and he reveals it to you. He gives you a dream while you're sleeping, an open vision while you're awake. He speaks to you through the Holy Spirit while you're driving. He sends somebody to your house to prophesy, whatever, however he gets it to you. God gives you something from your future. It's future to you. It's past to him. God takes eternity and plants it in your heart and plants it in your mind. It then becomes a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun, but God alone can satisfy. Whew my God. So what am I saying? I'm saying that God made plans for us before the world began. But when we were born, we were born ignorant, oblivious to those plans, right? So I, when I was born, I didn't know that God made plans for me, right? I was growing up as a Dominican kid in Brooklyn. I didn't know that God made plans for me, but then I got born again. And when you get born again and you get filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to reveal to you the plans that God already had for you, but were concealed from you, right? And so you were ignorant of those plans. And so now the Holy Spirit is revealing to you the things that God already planned from the foundations of the world. Now, when you get a clear picture of what those plans are, when, when you get a, a clear, the more time you spend with the Holy Spirit, the clearer the picture will be. When you get a clear picture of what God is revealing to you about your future, um, if you are humble enough, right? Because then some people are hard-headed, stiff-necked, some people, the Holy Spirit will show them and they'd be like, whatever, I don't want that. And so, you know, the truth is some people refuse God. Some people reject God. You know, if you're watching this, you're probably not one of those people. But if you're not stiff-necked and hard-headed and you're, you're humble and you're like, okay, God, I, I just want what you want. All I want is whatever you want, right? I mean, so I don't want anything more, anything less. All I want is what you want. And so if you are humble enough to accept God's plans, then your life then becomes about what, what you saw. Your life then becomes about what God revealed. Your life then becomes a, a, about a tireless pursuit of becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be, a tireless pursuit of whatever God is revealing to you for season after season after season, times and seasons, levels and stages. I'm just pursuing whatever God is revealing. Say amen to that. That's the life of faith. Now, every time God reveals something to us about our future, he makes it clear that, that he's already been to our future, right? So for him, it's already done. But for us, it's a matter of time. So, so what happens is God reveals to us that he's already seen us, like doing it. He's already seen us. And then he paints the picture for us so we can see it. So when we then see ourselves doing things we haven't done yet, we then see ourselves operating at levels that we're not, we haven't operated yet. And so God is revealing to us that for him is already done for us is, is only a matter of time because we're living our lives out within the continuum of time. And so now we're, we're waiting on, on heaven to manifest in the earth what God already provided, right? And so that's the life of faith. So there's this dynamic where I'm living off of a different reality. I'm living off of the revelation I'm receiving from the Holy Spirit. The life of faith means that I'm living off of a, a different realm in, a, in another world. I'm getting downloads from heaven and I'm living off of that reality. And so the text says that when I get that, that download, it becomes a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. The text says, I will never be satisfied until I become what God revealed. I will never be satisfied until I become what I saw. I go into my prayer closet and God shows me my future and I come out of my prayer closet and the earth hasn't caught up yet, but I will never be satisfied until I become what I saw. I will never be satisfied. I'm living with this continual revelation from God and maybe God reveals me something and boom, that dream comes to pass. But then guess what? He already showed me the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and, the next thing, and I'm living my life off 
off of this uh, this realm of revelation that God is revealing to me. And so I'm living my life in this continual pursuit of these revelatory uh, uh, ex experiences that I have with God. And then my life becomes all about that. And I will never be satisfied until I become whatever God called me to be. And I will never be satisfied until I arrive at God's overall expected end for my life. So in 2021, I'm trying to get incrementally closer, just one step closer to God's overall expected end for my life. There are things that God has revealed to me that are not going to happen in 2021, but I, there's some things I need to do in 2021 to get one step closer. And then in 2022, another step closer. 2023, another step closer. I'm just trying to get closer to God's overall expected end for my life because I'm never going to be satisfied until I get there. So if that's the case, and it is, then the life of faith is a long journey. It's a long journey. I'm talking about years. I'm talking about decades. It's a long journey. And you're going to need encouragement along the way. Because it's a long journey, you're going to need notes like the one that I got at 5.38 a.m. this morning. You're going to need somebody to reach out to you. So, man, I'm praying for you. I'm believing God for you. I support you. I thank God for you. I, man, you were on my heart this morning. I got up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I started praying in the Holy Ghost. I started praying for you. I started interceding for you. I don't know what's going on in your life. But God wanted me to tell you that he loves you. God wanted me to tell you that he's not going to give up on you. I, I, and I'm there for you too, bro. I'm there for you too, sis. I am, I'm here. I, you, you, listen, life is better together. This is a long journey and you're going to need people. Why? Because watch this. You're going to need encouragement because the journey is neither short nor easy. It's a long journey and God never said it was going to be easy. So you're going to need encouragement. You're going to need support along the way. So if you are determined to never give up on God, if you are determined to live the life of faith, if you are determined to continually submit to the Holy Spirit, then you also you should also be determined to accept the help that the Holy Spirit sends. You need help. It's not going to be easy. Listen, this is a long road. I, I've been doing this for 26 years. I feel like I'm just getting started. And so listen, you're going to face more challenges than you ever expected. You're going to face more opposition than you wanted. You, it's going to be harder, way harder than you ever, ever thought or imagined. And so you need God and you need other people too. You need encouragement. You need people that are going to be there to say, don't give up. Don't cave in. Don't quit. If you have the right friends around you, you're going to, you're going to have the support that you need. So you need friends to arrive at God's overall expected end for your life. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, I said, I would share two things and that's it for today. Uh, number two, we all need people who know us well enough to identify when we need a course correction. Let me explain. We all need people who know us well enough to identify when we need a course correction. Remember yesterday I dealt with uh, John 15. And so in John 15, I was saying like, Jesus was like, man, hey guys, I got to tell you something. You, you guys are no longer my servants. You're my friends. Why are you my friends? Because I'm able to share with you the things that God shared with me, that you got to have some people in your camp that you can actually share the things of God with. I mean, deep things like, hey, this is what God is saying to me. And when you share that with your tribe or, you know, only a few people, I mean, there's better not be a lot of people, but when you share that, it, it, it develops a certain level of intimacy where these people really know you and you know them and you need that. You know why? Isaiah 53 and six says, all we like sheep go astray. All we like sheep go astray. We've all turned everyone to his own way. Now in context, Isaiah 53 is really talking about Jesus. Isaiah 53 is talking about salvation. So for you scholars out there, don't email me or text me. Be like, hey, Rick, that's not talking. Yeah, I got you. I know what it's talking about. Calm down. I, I, it's talking about salvation. It's talking about Jesus. But I'm going to use it to make another point. The point is that the Bible likens us 
to sheep. It likens God to a shepherd. And so sheep have a terrible sense of direction, but sheep don't need to know where they're going just as long as they know who they're following. So God is our shepherd. We're following him. My life is all about him, whatever he's revealing to me continually. So it's, it's this constant evolution that's coming through revelation. And so as long as you know who you're following, you're, you're following God. As long as you can see God, you're fine. But here's the point, though. How do sheep go astray? Sheep go, go astray little by little. How do sheep get off course? Little by little. And so we need people around us who are so close to us that they will know when something's off. We need people around us that are, that are so close to us that they will know it. No, 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 no. Hold on. Something's not right. Something's not right with Rick. You know, I, I, mm, I don't know. Something's just, just not right. And so you, you need people that can identify when something's not right. You need people. Now, other people won't notice it, but they're close enough to you to notice it. And so, and they'll be able to talk to you and the Holy Spirit will use them to minister to you in, in, in ways that other people can't. And so we need people around us that can identify when we're going astray or when we're shifting off course little by little. Why? Because then we can get a course correction. So if you're going, watch this, if you're trying to get here and you're going off course a little bit, then it's a lot easier to catch it when you just went off course. Hey, hold on, let's get a course correction and fix it. Because if you stay on that path, the longer you stay on that path, the more you're off course. And so what you need is a course correction from time to time from your friends. You need people that can identify. This could be your spouse. This could be other people, but you need somebody to be able to say, listen, there's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with her. There's something off. And so if you correct it early, it's not a big deal. But if you don't, it's going to cost you to get back on the path uh, that God destined for you, right? So life is much better when you have people around you that can identify, that can be like, hold on, this is just not right. Let's make sure uh, we correct this right up front. You need people that can identify when you're off course because all we, like sheep, go astray. It's a long journey, man. I mean, like, it's going to be a while. So at the end of the day, if you're committed to this for the long haul, like I am, you're going to need people to say, hey, listen, let's correct this. Hey, let's, are you okay? I heard this. I don't know. You, you, didn't say, you said the right thing, but you didn't say it the right way. <laughs> Is everything okay? And you need that. You need that type of encouragement and also that type of correction. Say amen to that. You need friends. That's what it boils down to. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith, and I'm going to release you into the weekend. You ready? Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for revealing your plans for my life to me. <laughs> I live by revelation. The revelation I receive from your precious Holy Spirit. All I want is what you want for me. My single desire in life is to become the man or the woman that you call me to be. I want nothing more. I want nothing less. This journey is a long journey. I'm still breathing because purpose is still locked up inside of me. And I'm determined to get it all out. As I go down to the path to my purpose, I know I will need help and support. So thank you, Father, for giving me amazing friends. They know me. They know when something's wrong. They know when I'm drifting off course. And I declare that I am open to the course corrections when I need it. I level up my relationships 
2021. And I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, why would you not want my notes for free? Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, it's Friday. And so on Friday mornings, uh, I like to highlight different things. Let me just highlight this. I don't, I don't often do this, but I'm going to do this now. We have a building project in the Dominican Republic. We're building, the price of all the materials went up, the price of labor went up. So the building project is going to cost more than we expected. Uh, But God is our provider. So I'm like not concerned. So the building project is going to be paid and and we're going to build this building debt free. But here's the thing. This is a blessed project. So if you want to be part of it, if you want to get in on it, look, I'm letting you in on something, right? This project is blessed, is blessed. The hand of God is on it. If you want in on it, participate. Go to ripministries.org and donate or become a partner, set up a recurring donation or a one-time donation. All your donations are tax deductible in the United States. We're doing this for these kids. We're doing this for God. Uh, We're building a church. We're building a school and we're doing this for the Lord, right? So this is a blessed project. If you sow into it, you will be a partaker of the grace that's on our ministry and that's on our lives. And we thank God for our partners. We pray for our partners and we speak life and blessing over you. So once again, go to ripministries.org if you're led, only if you're led and hit the donate button and make a donation today, one time or recurring. Every donation will receive no donation too large, no donation too small. We know that this thing is going to get done. If you want to get in on it, get in on it. And uh, we thank God for you. So listen, go into this day, go into this weekend knowing that God's hand is on your life and that you need friends because it's a long journey. Leave me a, uh, do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. Uh, also, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have a great weekend. I love you. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.